Welcome to We Are His Servants Bible Study, a Bible study that breaks down each book chapter by chapter to give you a little bit more insight and application in your daily life. No matter how long you've walked with Jesus, there is something for you. Please hit the follow button and check us out on all major platforms. Now to the show. All right, so uh, good morning. It's Monday. We uh covering chapter uh, 14 of Genesis. Right now we're going to go through and uh, kind of do a little overview of uh, what happens in chapter 14 when uh, Abram rescues Lot. Uh, so at the time when Amraphel, king of Shinar, uh, Arioch, king of Elisar, Kedorlomir, I guess, king of Elam, title king of Goim, these kings went to war against Bera, king of Sodom, Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Ahmad, or Adma, Shimabir, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar. All these latter kings joined forces in the valley of Siddim, that is the Dead Sea Valley. Uh, for 12 years, they had been subject to Kedorlamir. In the 13th year, they rebelled. Um, in the 14th year, Kedorlamir and the kings allied with him went out and defeated the Raphaites uh, and Astaroth of Carnaim. I'm terrible with these names. Like... <laughs> Uh, the Zuzites in Ham, uh, the Emites in Shaviv, and the Horites in the hill of Seir, as far as El Paran near, near, the, de- near the desert. Uh, when they turned back and went to um, in Mishpat, that is Kadesh, uh, they conquered the whole territory of the Amalekites, as well as the Amorites who are living in uh, Hazazon Tamar. Um, then the king of Sodom, uh, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Ahmad, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar, marched out and drew up their battle lines in the valley of Siddim against Kedorlamir, king of Elam, Tidal, king of Goim, Aphrael, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elisar, four kings against five. Uh, now the valley of Siddim was full of tar pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled um, after being defeated. Uh, some of the men fell into them, and the rest fell uh, fled into the hills. So the four kings seized all of the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all of their food, and then went away. Um, they also carried off Abram's nephew, Lot, and his possessions since he was living. It says here it was living in Sodom, um, but in the last chapter we know that he was living near near Sodom. So he was just in, in the land. Um, one, one man who escaped uh, came and reported this to Abram. And now Abram was living near the great trees of Mamre, the Amorite, a brother of Ishkel and Anar, um, when it says a brother, um, that also could mean relative or an ally, um, all of whom were allied with Abram. 
when Abram heard that his relative had been taken captive, he called out the 318 trained men born in his household. I think that's a, a good point um, made there with um, them being trained men. Uh, so Abram was prepared. He was training these guys. It was There was a lot of war, obviously, in this land. Um, and so he... It's just a, a, a small testament to Abram's preparedness, um, having had these men already trained and ready to go. Um, they were of his household. Um, and they went in pursuit as far as Dan. Uh, during the night, Abram divided his men to attack them. Um, also, another good point about being trained men and you guys are in the military. They divided their forces. They went by the cover of night and were able to um, to defeat these guys and um, pursued them as far as uh, Hoba, north of Damascus, um, and was able to recover all the goods and possessions and the women and everybody and took them back to... Uh, to where Abram was. So after Abram returned from defeating Kedorlamir, the king's allied with him, uh, the king of Sodom came out to meet him in the valley of Shaviv, that is the king's valley. Then Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. Um, there's some debate or curiosity as to who Melchizedek is. Um, we'll maybe touch on that in the next episode, but that's uh, an interesting point uh, there. And, and it, and it is some, there is some debate about who he is because it says he is uh, a priest of God, the most high, and he was also a king. And you, even back then, there there was a separation of church and state. There, you couldn't be a priest and a king, um, but Melchizedek was. And he's he told Abram, "Blessed be Abram, by God Most High, Creator of heaven and earth, and praise be to God Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hands." So he's as a king, he blessed Abram, and as a priest. He, ble- he praised God. Um, then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. Now, this is the first, uh, the first instance in the Bible of tithing, per se. So we hear that here in uh, chapter 14. Then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. Now, it doesn't say why or really or why it was a tenth, Um doesn't really go into that. Uh, the king of Sodom and said to Abram, Give me the people and keep the goods for yourself. Uh, but Abram said to the king of Sodom, With raised hands I have sworn an oath to the Lord God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, that I will accept nothing belonging to you, not even a thread, nor a strap or a sandal, 
strap of a sandal so that you will never be able to say, I made Adam rich. I will accept nothing but what my men have eaten and then share that what belongs to the men who went with me. To Anir, Ishkel, and Mamre, let them have their share. I think that's a good um, a good point for uh, Abram to be humble in that he went out to get he, he went out to rescue Lot. He didn't go out to gain fame, glory, or possessions. I mean, he's already taken care of. Um, just saying to the king of Sodom there to just take care of my men. You know. Don't hold nothing over against their heads for the food they've eaten and and whatnot. So that's pretty much it. Little little wrap up of uh, chapter fourteen. There's a lot of uh, big names in there. A lot of big names. A lot of tough. I thought uh, thought you did pretty good on the pronunciation. (laughs) And it's Monday, so not bad. Yeah, yeah. For the Monday. So um, yeah, definitely tough names there. Did you? Matt, Mr. Uh, theologian oh, no. here, did you oh, no. read anything into this about the four kings against five? I think that was just kind of the, the way they were aligned. I don't, I don't right. know um, much other than that, honestly, about them. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. My majority of my study on 15 has always been on Melchizedek because he's like a, almost like a type of Christ. So it's yes. always caught my attention. Well, they 14, say he, he might be. Or 14, be. my bad, yeah. It, I can, I can. It's one Monday. of those is, is uh, yeah, yeah, type yeah. of Christ or or Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's always that's always caught my attention. I guess more than the rest of the chapter, which is probably a, a terrible thing. Um, that and the fact that you know, Abram takes like what three hundred and eighteen of his ninjas out to just kill yeah. people. Yeah, they're probably all rangers. You know, mm. just I bet they were. I bet they were rangers. I bet they were cool. <laughs> really, really cool. Probably had sweet night no vision. And just in there, just just killing people. Thirty ones. <laughs> so these white phosphorus is so nice. Oh, oh where's your suppressor, dude? Oh, you guys running? You guys running twenties? That's that's oh. <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, like oh, I, our I, supply guy has twenties. I think. Side note. I, I think uh, what you said that the fact that they were he had trained guys. You know, what right? I mean? That's a huge They're prepared. It's a huge like. Um, I mean, it's an application point, so we won't go too deep. Yeah. But it's he's prepared. Right, right. And I think it's a, a it's a big thing that and you can skim over real quick in the reading of this is that it, it's it's easy not to be prepared, right? Right. It you is. know, but it's it's hard to actually be ready for the world to come at you, and and you'll see that Lot was not prepared, which I think is a right. good parallel to to uh, Lot was not prepared. It. That's right. Um, well, not just Lot. I mean, he was in the <clears throat> kingdoms that right that, weren't prepared. But I almost I almost read it as like to. With these four kings allied together, they just come in and conquered these other guys. And Abram walked up with 318 men. Yeah, it's crazy. I, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I feel like that's such a small number compared to all these these other kingdoms. Like, Absolutely. But he, was, but he had the Lord on his side. That's right. He was that's faithful. Right. Um, you know, he not only does he defeat them, but also towards the end of the chapter, you'll see that he's... He's faithful, right? He he follows through um, with his promise to God as as taking nothing, even uh, a sandal strap. Because um, as you as you pointed out there, um, 
that they they can never say, "Hey, look what look what I did yeah. for Abram. I've made right. Abram rich." Um, they can they'll never be able to say that. <clears throat> what what version were you reading? I'm as well? in uh, the NIV. Yeah, I think the NIV just for that specific verse is is uh, I like that way better. I'm I'm in the NKG, the New King James version right now, and it says, um, "Lest you should say." I have made Abram rich, and yours says that you can never say. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, and I, I don't know. It's, also, it's simple, but I like that version I also want to, like, <clears throat> tackle this uh, Chuzzledeck guy. Melchizedek. Melchizedek. Yeah. He, um, <clears throat> the name itself means my king on high of high righteous or king of righteousness. It, um, and Salem is shortened for... Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Yep. at that point. Um, but I, I do want to take note that Abram didn't accept the offer from the king of Sodom. The king of from, Sodom, yep. but he accepted the M guy. <laughs> his, his, his like, bread this, this bread and wine of everything. And then he but, gave him a tenth. Yeah. Like, and then for, but here it says, you know, just in this, like, uh, what are they called? The study portion of my Bible. It, it kind of goes along with what you're saying that, that some people believe that it's another Jesus or something. But Abram it, uh, acknowledges that by giving him that that was like, that's the, that's a big, like just giving him a 10th and then we moved on. But like in reality, giving him the 10th was him acknowledging that he is a righteous king. Right. And possibly, you know, what other people might think is like another another Jesus or yeah, I wouldn't say somebody I, behind I, that. I even read some stuff on it before where people think this was Jesus. I don't, I don't believe that this truly was like Jesus in the flesh yeah, in the yeah. Old Testament, but I think it's a really good picture of, I mean, they refer to him in Hebrews a lot, Melchizedek. I say a lot, some yeah, oh, yeah. a little bit more, um, as the King of righteousness, the King of peace, that he's a priest. Mm-hmm. El, um, El, 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 Elion. <laughs> how do you say that? Um, the, uh, priest of the Most High God. Yep, yep. And then he's not from a priestly tribe, which is very similar to you know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then the bread and wine. If, if that doesn't remind you of communion immediately in the Last Supper and all that, like mm. you're missing something huge here. So I mean, he's definitely a picture of of Jesus. And I think the fact that um, the way he's re- represented, the way Abram respects him in this this portion is a, a huge picture, especially with tithe. If you sort of want to get the, the tithe discussion and yeah. offering discussion here. Um, I think it's it's a pretty good takeaway we could discuss tomorrow on that too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's a good spot to wrap it up unless you guys other have anything else. No, that's good, I, man. Yeah. That's good. You uh you kind of started off reading uh tough. A, a lot of it and I appreciate you that you did that because you just kept it uh kept it simple to be honest and there's a lot there. Uh this is a good rap, man. It's a yeah. good rap. We I good? like it. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. Yep. All right, cool. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Have a good one. Buzz off. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick. You know, our thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. Without him, we would be nothing, and this podcast would be nothing. In Romans 10, 13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's all you need to do. You need to profess your love for Jesus Christ, open your heart, and let him into your life. Uh, Find a friend, tell them, pray about it, do whatever you got to do. But there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast. If you're already saved, go save a friend.